Welcome to the South North Baptist Church podcast. This message was originally delivered in 2018 from an all-age service and is a short message exploring why we pray. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Then he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answered, Don't bother me, the door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, you give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, you give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask of him? Amen. Chapter 12, Peter's Miraculous Escape from Prison. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this pleased the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to the gut to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals, and Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison. But he had no idea what the, angel was, uh, the, what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought it was seeing a vision. They passed through the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself and they went through it. When they had walked through the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt 
that the Lord sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were anticipating. So, why do we pray? Thank you. Why do we pray as a church? I've had some really good answers already. I'm going to give you three things from this Bible passage. Those of you that are itching to know what's going on, you can count one, two, three, make sure I only say three things, okay? Number one, relationship. That's the first reason we pray. Everybody say relationship. (coughs) When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, they saw he was praying and they said, we want to learn to pray like you. And he said, when you pray, you say, our Father. The first thing Jesus taught them to pray was it was about relationship. Our Father in heaven. And then he spoke about human parents and human fathers. The main reason we pray, as someone already said, is to communicate with God, to talk to him. We saw with Arthur earlier that he stopped talking. And when he stopped talking, he couldn't ask for his food, he couldn't talk to his sister, because he just decided to stop talking. If we stop talking, we don't get anywhere, do we? We need to communicate. Every relationship works by communication. And God wants us to know him. Jesus died so we could be children of God, who could know God as Father. And elsewhere in this story, Jesus speaks of God as a friend, like the friend you go to when you need something in the middle of the night. And so we pray to communicate with God, to talk and to listen. I guess prayer is as simple and as complicated as that. Maybe it is like that song says, a bit like a telephone, that you can pick it up and talk to God and he can talk back to us. But it's so much more than that as well, because when we pray, we actually meet with God. And someone spoke about that earlier too. We draw close to him. It's more than getting what we want. It's about relationship. Number two. Need. Everybody say need. Need. Good. The second reason we pray, and often for us it's the first thing we think about, is because we need something. We pray to God because we need something. Jesus told the story about someone that goes to see his friend in the middle of the night. Because someone else has come to stay in his house and he needs to get some bread. And there was no supermarket to go to. Everything was shut. So in the middle of the night, he hears this noise. But it was much louder than that. What would you do if someone came knocking at your door in the middle of the night? You'd be a bit worried, wouldn't you? A bit scared. And he doesn't just knock once. Jesus says, you're going to get up, not just because it's your friend, because you just want him to shut up. Because the knocking's annoying you. Because he keeps knocking. I've said this before, but I like this, the TV show The Big Bang Theory. And Sheldon, one of the main characters in that show, when he knocks on the door, he always has to do it three times. He goes, knock, 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 and then he normally calls for his friend Penny, and he says it three times. Well, this is even more than that. This is knocking and knocking and knocking till it gets a bit annoying. And Jesus says, that's a good thing. Keep on asking, because you have a need. One writer says, Jesus makes asking in prayer a characteristic of discipleship. So we pray because we need something and we keep on asking. Some people say to me, I don't want to bother God. He's got more important things to do. Well, he has. Well, that doesn't mean he doesn't have time for you too. 
because he's God. He's not like us. You know, if I'm in the middle of doing something and you come to me, I might be a bit grumpy with you. But God's not like that. God's big enough to cope. So talk to God when you need something, when you want something. He wants us to go to him. We're not pestering God. We are to pray, as says somewhere else in the Bible, without ceasing. God will let you know when it's time to stop asking. So we pray because we want to know God to be his friend and because he's our father. We pray because we have a need, which means the next one is number... Very quick this morning. You're with it. The third reason we pray is because God answers. And we've already shared something about that. But did you hear that story that Tony read about Peter? Peter had been arrested. He was in prison. And it says, meanwhile, the church was praying. And while he was in prison, an angel came and bust him out of the prison. But he thought it was just a dream. And if you know what happened next in the rest of the story, he goes back to the church where they're praying for him and he says, Hello! And they say, Who's at the door? It can't be Peter, he's in prison. Even though they were praying that God would help him. They didn't quite believe it. And God answered their prayer. And so we pray because God answers our prayer. He doesn't always give us what we want. He knows what's best for us. But Jesus said, even though we, who are not always good all the time, know how to give people nice presents. Have you ever had a nice present? I hope you have. How much more will God give the Holy Spirit to people that ask him? God answers prayer. Sometimes it's no, sometimes it's wait. Sometimes we have to pray for his will to be done. But God wants us to talk to him. He's our father, he's our friend, and he loves to answer. Sometimes I think God is more wanting to answer than we are to ask. So it's in the book of James, you don't get because you don't ask.